perfect mess is my perfect mess. Perfect mess is my perfect mess. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Perfect Mess Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Molina, and this is episode 82. You know, uh, pardon me. I uh, just got out of a wedding. I know it's Tuesday, Tuesday night, and uh, I attended a wedding for my pastor's uh, daughter. So... Pardon me while I loosen this tie up. Um, you guys would be hard pressed to find me in a tie, but uh, yeah. Anyways, um, just adjust. You know, um, if you're watching on YouTube right now, um, or wherever you're at, uh. You know, I'm sitting in my car, and I do this a lot. Uh, if you're someone who knows me, like off the internet, um, you know this about me. You know that I sit in my car a lot. I will sit in my car for an hour or more sometimes um, for various reasons. Sometimes I'm just too damn tired from my day. Um, and I just don't feel like getting out of my car. I recline my seat. Um, other times I am stressed out. And other times I just... I got a lot on my mind that I'm trying to process, you know? And... It, it just happens a lot for me. And to be honest with you, man, I'm sure there are a lot of men out there that do this as well. Um, it's the one place where I feel like I have peace, you know, without going into my house and having distractions. Um, you know, going and grabbing something to eat. And I don't really watch TV too much, but laying down and checking out the phone or getting a phone call or whatever it may be. You know, I... Can we be honest here? Can Can I be honest? You know, I'm always honest with you guys, but let me, let me shoot straight, you know. Um, have you ever been in that point of your life where there's nothing going on, like not a lot going on, but there's a lot going on here in your head? 
Like, if you were to be watching me every day interact with people, you would think, oh, okay, this guy's just, he's cool. He's kind of just going through life, taking care of his business, seems happy, um, and is just kind of doing his thing. Pretty smooth. Not a whole lot, but got his routine, and he's doing, you know, and he's doing his thing, taking care of his responsibilities, uh, doing what he needs to do. You know what I mean? And that would be me. But there's also a lot going on with me right now with like in my head, man, there's, um, there's just, I feel like I'm at a point with God where God is just, I'm at another crossroads again, you know what I mean? And I hate it because I feel like these crossroads come every now and then when you feel like i feel like you know when you hit a crossroad you're like okay this is where i gotta make a decision to go and do what i do and i'm good and i'm moving on um but if you live long enough you realize that these crossroads they come more more than once <laughs> so if you're listening you're young take it from me you're going to hit crossroads more than more than one time in your life. If you have the chance to live as long as I have. Um, there's just been a lot of things personally that have been going on. Um, and everything's fine. Don't get me wrong. But... You go through things, you go through life and in your week or whatever, and you just notice little things and you kind of take them, you hold on to that and you put it here, you know, and then you grab this thing that you notice and you grab onto it and you, you put it here and then you grab this other thing that happened the other day and you grab that and you put it here as well. And by the end of the week, you have a few, more than a few things that are now on your mind that are making you feel like, okay, what does all this mean? And what do I have to do in order to get through this and make it so I'm not uncomfortable, make it so I can continue to be me, the man I am, the father that I am, um, and just so I can continue moving in a forward motion, because that's what I've always told you guys um, that, you know, my my one of my journeys is, is to continue to move forward forever forward every day, forever forward. Remember, I, I mean, I'm always I'm always telling you guys um, when you when you can't run, jog and when you can't jog, walk. When you can't walk, crawl. And when you can't crawl, just drag yourself. But no matter what, never stop moving forward. 
And there's been, you know, just a few things that have been going on recently with me where I've been sitting in my car a lot more lately. And, uh, You know, being a man's hard, man. It, it's hard. Um, but I wouldn't change it. Because I'm always up for the task. But it's hard, man. Uh, being being a man who has gone through a divorce and uh, lost it all is even harder. Um, You just wonder if you're ever going to get back. You know what I mean? Um, you wonder if you're ever going to get back to the point where you feel okay again. You know, I, I, I talking about this wedding that I went to tonight, um, I, uh, I, uh, sorry about that. I had to turn the light on, but, uh, I took my son with me. He was my plus one tonight. Um, and he was, you know, kind of curious as to why he had to go with me but then he kind of he he kind of thought it was cool that we dressed up today you know as you can see i got a tie on he had a tie on and that was the first time he wore a tie like as as an older kid and uh it was just really cool but so he he went to this wedding with me and it wasn't an official wedding it was more of a a spiritual thing where they they uh they prepare for the wedding that they're gonna have and less than two weeks so it was one for the church at our church and uh we were there and i'm i've been invited to a few weddings over the last couple of years and i only made i think i've been invited to four since my divorce and uh i made it to two of them one of them was my my buddy Armando and his wife, uh, and that was out in Arizona. And then the other one was tonight. And if I'm being honest with you, weddings are a double-edged sword for me. Um, I, I say that because I've shared with you guys that I love, love, I love being in love. I love uh, the unity between a man and a woman. I love that. Um, being married is something that, you know, I've always, I always wanted to do. I always wanted to be married. Um, 
uh, didn't want to be divorced, but I always wanted to be married. And when I go to weddings, um, it reminds me of how, uh, how joyous those days are. Because everything's so new, it's so fresh. It's, uh, you're starting your journey. Possibilities are, are endless. You know, you just don't, you're, you're excited about what's to come for both of you. Uh, you know, if you're blessed to not have kids before you get married and you're, you're excited about the possibility of children. You know, you're blessed and you're, you're, you're excited about the possibility of owning a home, of, of all these wonderful things and, and, and growing old together. And that's, that's the beautiful thing. You got your friends, your loved ones there and you're sharing, people are sharing stories of how much you mean to them and little stories little funny stories, little sad stories. Um, and it's all about you. You know, it's you and your partner. It's, it's so, it's so, um, it sucks that Marriage is looked at as it's more for the woman, as the day is for the woman, the idea of marriage is for the woman. Um, and I know not everybody thinks like that, but for the most part, that is what the day is looked at like. And contrary to what a lot of people think, there are a lot of men who love marriage the idea of marriage and wanting to be married and be in a, a, a committed relationship under God. Um, but it also is hard for some men because the way things are set up with marriage, um, when things go bad, it typically, not always, it typically goes bad more bad for the man. Now, listen to what I'm saying. I'm not saying that in every case, because it doesn't happen in every case. Um, but aside from all that, you know, I'm at this wedding tonight. Beautiful, beautiful wedding. Uh, I love the both of them. Uh, everybody there are people that I hold dear to my heart. And I just got to thinking, you know, and and uh, my trainer, Marco, uh, he was the, the MC of the night. And, you know, his wife got up to, and she got up and they were, everybody, you know, the married couples were giving advice to, to the, the bride and groom, you know. People who've been married for a lot of years. 
And what she said hit me um, so hard. She got up and said, you know, um, if I could give you any advice. She looked at them both and then she looked at the bride and she said, something that I do every day for my husband is I pray for him. The minute she said that, you know, it, it, I'd be lying if it if I said it didn't bring me to tears. I mean, shit, it's bringing me to tears right now. Um, she said, I pray for him every day. And I knew what she meant. Because I know them. I know her. I know Marco, my trainer. I know them really well. Not really. I know I'm pretty good. And I know how hard marriage is. I know how difficult it is. And there are a lot of women, and I'm not just talking about married couples now. Now I'm talking about in general, in relationships. There are a lot of women out there who do not, it doesn't even cross their mind to pray for their husband, their fiance, their boyfriend. They just assume that they're supposed to be this strong man with all the answers and who's got to keep it together because he's a man. Um, they don't know that we have struggles that they couldn't even imagine. If you, if you have kids, we have struggles that maybe we're not the best fathers or we fall short or because we didn't have the best example we 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 question ourselves every day or maybe we're not making the money that we thought we should be making or maybe we were making the money and we got laid off you know or maybe we don't have the money to give our kids what um what we want to give them you know we all have these things where you know, we we want to give, um, excuse me, sorry guys, like I said, I'm sitting in my car. But we all have, you know, things that we want to give our kids and some things cost more than, than, than the other, you know what I mean? Um, but for men, when we don't have these things or we're not able to give these things, 
it's hard on us. Maybe we had a rough day at work and we don't know how to come home and tell our significant other, whether it be girlfriend, wife, fiance, whatever. Maybe we don't know how to, to talk about it because we don't think you're going to want to hear it. Maybe we don't feel attractive no more. Maybe we don't feel wanted anymore. Maybe we, it's, it's a, there's so many things. Or maybe we just feel broken. And for someone to say, what I do for my husband is I pray for him every day. I got to thinking about my life and where I, where I went wrong. Um, and this is, this is, the perfect mess. This is this is where it comes from, because some people think it's perfect, and I'm telling you right now, it's not. But I, I got I get to thinking of where I went wrong. And I I failed to. I failed to bring my family to God. I failed as a husband. I failed as a father early on. I failed at bringing my family to God. And in turn, I allowed people around me that should never have been around me or my family. I allowed myself to be in circles that I should never have been in. There are circles that I were in, I was in years ago that somehow without me realizing sucked me back in and some people who know me will say well i don't i don't know if that would have worked because i don't know that your wife at the time was someone who was really into church. Don't know that she would be somebody who would want to be going to church every Sunday. Or doing things of that nature, like maybe we're not going every Sunday, but we are connected to a church. Um, and I said, you know, I hear you when you say that because I've had a few people that knew us as a couple that have, that have told me that. 
And I said, I hear what you're saying, but you got to hear what, hear what I'm saying. I never took the steps to even find that out. It never even crossed my mind that when we got married, that I should have made it a point to take my family to church or bring my family to God. But we didn't even start that way. You know, we didn't have a wedding in a church. Um, we had a wedding at a building, a beautiful building. If you ask anybody who was at that wedding, they'll tell you uh, it was hands down probably one of the dopest weddings they've been to. It was a great wedding. But it wasn't grounded or rooted in anything. It was just a wedding. But there was no foundation. There's no foundation. And thinking back, it it's it's hard. It's hard to think about all of that. It really is. We didn't have a lot of couples around us that were good examples. Now, someone who knows us both may say that's not true, uh, but I, I can, because I know the ins and outs of certain relationships, I can say without a doubt that we didn't have couples around us that were living proof of how a marriage could work and showing that give, taking your family to God and making sure that you are in his grace, in his good grace, that it could work. I can't name a, a couple that was around us that was like that. Not on my side and horse, or her side. You know, fast forward years later, you know, um, You, you ask the, you, you know, you never, you say, I've always said this, I don't like to ask the question because I don't want to get the answer that I know I'm going to get. Like, don't ask the questions uh, for the answers that you don't want. And so I've learned that. But I remember making a comment. Um, You know, via text. Uh, this is already, a, you know, I think a couple years into the divorce. And I remember making a comment via text. And I said, you know, I don't think you ever really loved me. I think 
you were more in love with the idea of being married. But it wasn't necessarily marrying me. It was more the idea of being married. And uh, I got the answer that I didn't want. Uh, and that was a simple, in hindsight, you're probably right. Now, if you find yourself going, oh, ouch, that hurts. Listen, I'm okay. We're okay. All right. We co-parent really well. We have since became good friends again. And that in itself is also a double-edged sword. You know, we're... We're in a really funky place right now. And I'm probably the only one that sees it. Because... I'm uh, technically the only one who's still single. I've been single for going on six years. Um, one second. Um, we're just in a, uh, in a strange place because... We still have people who don't realize that we're divorced and that we've been divorced for quite some time. So that makes it hard because it's almost like, what do I do? Do I walk around with a, uh, a shirt or a banner that says we're divorced? I mean, I don't have a ring on. I haven't wore a ring in years. Um, she doesn't have a ring on. But when I say that we co-parent really well and we've actually become good friends and I say that that is a double-edged sword, it is a double-edged sword because I think it confuses people that are around us. Now, when I say people, I, I say people that are involved with the travel baseball team that my kids play on, uh, people that are involved with Little League, people that maybe aren't around us as much, and when they are around us, they always see us with the kids. Um, you know, so more over the last, you know, what are we in November now? This, this whole year, you know... Uh, we both have had to have conversations with people because we could tell that they assume that we are still an item and we are not um, when it comes to inviting us places and realizing that it's only one of us that's going um, or invite, you know, uh, just 
making jokes about you know how it is when you guys are at home and da 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 and it's like when we get a chance and the kids aren't around, you know, like I've had to personally tell somebody, you know, hey, yeah, we don't we don't live together no more. Like it's it hasn't been like that for almost six years. And they're blown away. And I think it's because we We don't handle co-parenting like most people do. Um, most people who co-parent, you can tell they co-parent because they don't communicate very, very well. Or if they do, they, you know, like, for instance, if parents show up at a game, you can tell they're co-parenting because one parent is on the other bleacher and the other parent's way over there on that bleacher and um, all of that. We don't really do all that. Like... We all still sit by each other. Um, you know, we all, you know, when when we have days that there's multiple games, we all still sit together and eat. You know, after the games, we all still go have lunch together um, because it's just what it is, you know. Um, it would be pretty immature to say, well, you guys can go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go home. Then the kids are like, what's wrong with dad? You know, and vice versa. You guys can go, I'm gonna leave. And what's wrong with mom, you know? So it just makes sense to, to keep things smooth that way. Now, when I say it's a double-edged sword, it's just, <sighs> um, there are still things that You know, I have to explain to my kids that we can't do because of our uh, situation. You know, they they you know they have asked me to to stay the night. You know, Dad, can you stay the night here tonight? You know, and obviously I'm like, if you want to stay the night, you can come with me or whatever. But. It's just, I've never done this before, guys, like, you know, and I don't have a whole lot of people around me who are giving me advice to talk to me about how to handle and navigate a divorce, you know what I mean? I, so everything that I'm doing, I'm winging, and some things I'm good at and other things I'm not, and when I tell you I've been sitting in my car more and more these days, I have just been whacking my brain because I'm watching my kids grow so damn fast. Like, Jordan's 13 now. Like, you know, we take pictures and he looks so grown. Jaden is 11 and he's growing so fast and everything is just moving so fast. You know, and then here we are where I'm just sitting here like, like I am right now in my car and I'm thinking, shit, man. Like, <laughs> this thing, I wish this would slow down because I got so much, so, so many things going on that it's hard for me to, to, to hold it all together, to be honest. You know, um.
my kids are still in that phase with me. And lucky me, right? Lucky me. Where they seemed very okay with their mom having uh, someone, but they don't seem okay with the thought of me having somebody. And I don't know how to handle that. Because it, you know, I know they, they mean well. I know they just, they love the fact that when it's us, it's us and nobody else. Um, but it's, it's hard, man. It's hard for me because there are times that I still feel like the odd man out. I'm I like I can't not think about me being in California by myself basically. I I still end up in situations when I'm around uh my kid's mom where I feel uncomfortable because I'm by myself. Whether it be family situation, you know, or you know, uh, gatherings, or um, me being there and somebody shows up, or whatever, I I always feel like I'm on an island because I don't have uh, any major family out here. And it's hard, man. It's it's hard. Um, you know, it really is. I think it would be easier, you know, if... You know, I had all my family out here because then it would be... It would be whatever, you know? Hey... I'm at my mom's house. Hey, I'm at my dad's house. Hey, you know, I'm at my grandma and grandpa's house. You know, or I'm at my cousin's house. Or I'm at my aunt's house. But it's not like that for me out here. So, you know, I bring this up because one of the things I was thinking about when I was sitting in my car the other day is you know, after we left one of the games over the weekend, I started thinking how well we get along with all the parents. You know, I uh, made a run to the to the bar real quick to have a quick shot with one of the dads. He's a he's a um, Excuse me one second. Um, he works in law. I, I believe he's a district attorney, <laughs> to be honest. And uh, his wife's a lawyer, I believe. 
But anyways, he was like, hey, Ray, he's like, let's go, uh, let's, let's make a run between the games. And then he calls one of the other dads. He goes, come on. He goes, hop in with me. So I'm like, all right, we're leaving. And uh, it's the first time we ever done this, but it was kind of cool. Uh, so we went and uh, had a quick drink and then came back and, you know, and I, st I started thinking when I got home, I started thinking about what would the vibe be if one of us showed up with somebody? It's fair. I mean, it's it's. I, I mean, let's let's shoot straight. It's it's oak. It's a fair game, right? It's fair game because we are divorced and have been for a while. But because of the relationship with all these parents and them knowing us as the Molinas, as they call us. How drastic would the vibe change if one of us showed up with somebody? I couldn't help but think about that. And I think it would change. I think it would change. Now we could say, you know, we'd be adult about it big time. You know, like that's what we do. We're adult about it. And I think everybody would be adult about it. But I think the vibe would definitely change. Um, and I sat there and I, I thought, how do we get by? How do we get past that? There's no manual to this, you know, and every time I feel like I've gotten past the last thing I need to deal with, with having to deal with being a divorced man, um, and father, like, then here comes the next thing. Hey, by the way, this is something new that you're going to have to get over. And this is something new that you're going to have to deal with. How are you going to navigate this? And that's one of them. There's no manual to it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the first thing about how I would move forward on that. You know, and and going back to my kids, you know, wanting me to themselves and there are days that I think maybe I should just Maybe should I drop to my knees and ask God, like, what do you, what should I be doing? But I know we're not supposed to be by ourselves. I know that God did not create us to be by ourselves. I know God created us to be with somebody, to be in love, to be with a partner. But I'm having the hardest time figuring out how to get there. There are times when I feel like I, I figured it out. And then 
something happens and I'm just like, okay, how do I do this? You know? I won't, I mean, I won't go into detail uh, because I'm sure people are listening that a part of this scenario, but, you know, something happened last night, something really casual that the people that were around didn't even really catch on to, but I did. I caught on to it. And this was after trick-or-treating. Um, but something just, something happened that was really subtle. Um, and it just, it got me thinking. It reminded me of the situation. It, it was kind of one of those things where it was like, it tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, remember, okay, don't forget. This is how things are now. Don't lose sight of that. So when I gave my kids, you know, a kiss goodnight and I, before, you know, after helping sort their candies, because we don't allow them to just start eating candy. We always search it and make sure that it's all good. But after doing that and I gave my kids a kiss goodnight, um, I worked for a little bit and then I sat in my car. Like I'm doing now. I don't know that my ex-wife understands what I go through out here. I don't know that she even understands or even fathoms how hard it is for me. I don't know that she knows um, how bad I break my back to make sure that I am somehow keeping up with what we need to do for the boys. On top of not coming out of my skin at times. You know, there's a lot of things that, um, you know, you have to pay for when you're, when you have children in the way we do it. So if you're married, listen, okay? Or if you're divorced, listen. The way we do it is uh, through Venmo. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of PayPal, and a lot of people know I canceled my PayPal account. Um, but uh, Venmo is also part of PayPal, just so you guys know. Um We do things through Venmo, so she goes shopping for the kids, for school, for whatever, 
pays a dentist bill or pays for things for the birthday party, uh, she'll Venmo me requests for my part of it. And so I always have a list of items on it that I go through and routinely will pay off. Sometimes I pay them off right away. Sometimes because there's so much, I pay them off as I go and try to get them all. You know what I mean? Um, being being a man who loves his kids like I do and is trying to piece his life together the best he can um, with no real help or support is very, very hard. Uh, some days it's hard to get out of bed. You know, some days you feel like you can conquer the world and then other days you feel like a complete failure. Um, There are days that I wish, or excuse me, there are days that I miss um, there are days that I miss coming home uh, to a family and then I remember that my house wasn't always like that. I have to remind myself because of our work schedules, it wasn't always like that. So um, I remind myself. It's cool to feel that way, but remind yourself how it was. And then there are days that I just want to be alone. That I just like being alone. I like not having to do anything. For anyone. But rest assured, being a man, being someone who went through a divorce, who has kids, who is in a city that he grew up in that really doesn't have any roots here anymore, that, that everybody is pretty much gone, uh, or anybody that, I, that I'm extremely close to is not here anymore, um, it is hard. But everything that you hear me saying is hard. I do it every day. You guys know that. If you've listened, you've watched my uh, social media, you know every day I get up and I do it. Because I don't believe in making excuses to fall apart. It's not okay. Life is hard. Nobody ever said it was going to be easy. Life is hard.
And I'm okay with that. These are just a lot of things that I think about when I sit in my car. And tonight, hearing, hearing what I shared with you guys about my friend's wife saying she prays for her husband every day. It made me wish that I did it what I thought I, I thought I did it the right way, but it made me wish that I we did it the right way the first time. But I can tell you the guy that you see now, the guy that you're listening to. He didn't exist when I was married. All of those things had to happen in order for me to become who I am today. I am a much better man than I used to be. But I'll say this. I'm more alone than I used to be as well. But don't get that confused. Because I am not lonely. I'm more alone. And I pray for myself every day. And you should too. You know, I don't even know. I had no idea what this talk was going to be about for this episode. I just knew that I wanted to get some things off my chest. Talk. Because I enjoy talking and I enjoy sharing my life with you guys. Good, the bad, the ugly. I'm not perfect. I, uh, I am flawed just like all of you are. Um, and I don't have it all figured out. Every day I'm trying to figure it out. And if you're around people that say they have it all figured out or they claim to have it all figured out, they don't. They really don't. And if their rug ever gets pulled from underneath them, you'll notice that they really don't. That's all I got, guys. Um. 
These are just thoughts from my car. <laughs> I love you guys. I hope you guys are doing well. Um, I always appreciate you guys listening. And I always appreciate the comments um, that I get. Uh, please like, review, share. Uh, subscribe. Follow. All of that leave a review, anything, please do that, okay, I appreciate you guys so much, make sure to follow me on Instagram, it is at It's Ray Molina, and the podcast is at The Perfect Mess Pod, It's Ray Molina is also my TikTok, my website is raymolina.com, well, like I always say, my life isn't perfect, oftentimes it's a mess, but for me, it is the perfect mess, I love you guys, God bless, peace. Perfect mess is my perfect mess Perfect mess is my perfect mess